Full Scope, Human Longevity and Performance Podcast. We want you to become the most exceptional, high-performing version of yourself. And to facilitate this, we are giving away the Longevity Fundamentals Handbook absolutely free. This is a tremendous resource that will tell you the lifestyle behaviors and mindset that will lead to the best outcomes and longevity. To get this, go to our website, wondermedicine.com or fullscope.org, put in your email, and we will send you this amazing resource, the Longevity Fundamentals Handbook. Death. It's coming for you. It's coming for me. It's coming for all of us. Stop avoiding it. Avoidance is an immature coping mechanism, and it will not serve you in your life. But first, I love Star Wars. Yes, I'm a huge nerd. The philosophies and ideas behind the Jedi, the Sith, good and evil, have always spoken to me. And a powerful quote in The Mandalorian left me riveted. Luke Skywalker shows up on this Imperial Star Destroyer type ship. He decimates an entire squadron of battle-hardened next-generation battle droids and shows up to grab Grogu, a small child that is the same species as Yoda, and he says something that was just profound. He says, He is strong with the Force, but talent without training is nothing. This quote, changed my life, as have so many other Star Wars quotes. In longevity medicine, we train for a longer life by optimizing our health right now. The things we do today for better health will help us in the moment and possibly exponentially improve our health in the future. We have to train for longevity. Now, I would take Luke's quote a step further even. Because training without the right incentives or plan will not deliver the results you want on their own. As such, your plan for health, longevity, and performance should start with an assessment of the risks that you face. These risks might include things like future disease, distorted thinking or beliefs, behaviors that do not align with your goals, and the dangers present in your environment all around you. Take a rigorous look at all of these things and ask yourself, where do my big risks lie? But of all the risks, the biggest one and the one that's usually ignored is death. Death is a anxiety-provoking, stressful topic. 
a lot of people don't like to think about death. It brings back memories of past loved ones and possibly the end of a person's consciousness, depending on that person's beliefs. And this can be scary. But in order to build a logical and rigorous plan around how you are going to live longer and live better, death must be considered. At Wonder Medicine, we start all of our program members' journeys by exploring two very, very important topics. The first topic is much more uplifting and much more exciting. It's the program members' goals, what their life goals are, what their family goals are, their career goals, the purpose of their life, and why they're in the program. These things are so important, and I encourage you to ask yourself all of these things. But goals are a discussion for another time. Because today, we're going to discuss death. What things are most likely to kill you and how you might assess for these things. And there are three strategies that I recommend that you use in figuring out what things that could kill you are you most at risk for. The first thing is what your current medical problems are the risks you face, and the exposures. Advanced diagnostics and biomarkers can certainly help with this, and we built the program around some of these ideas. But you can get very far along in this intellectual journey just by asking yourself a few simple questions. The first one, what medical problems do I have? And it's important that you don't just guess. If you have not seen a doctor or had any basic labs checked or checked your blood pressure or know anything about your health, you really can't rule out any medical problems. So I would recommend doing this first. But if you know your medical problems and you've, you've, you've sufficiently looked, this is a great place to start. The next thing you should ask yourself, and this is probably the biggest problem for most people, is how is my current level of fitness right now, and where will it likely be in the final one to two decades of my life? This is basically you looking at your health trajectory, where your health is headed in the future from a physical standpoint. As somebody who treats a lot of old, debilitated, and weak people in the hospital, I can tell you that the road from poor fitness now into the future is a dark, awful, scary road. You do not want to be sitting there in a recliner, peeing and pooping yourself, unable to get up. This is a bad strategy. Be real about your fitness right now and realize that things are going to get worse. You're going to lose strength and muscle mass, balance and coordination every year, every decade, and eventually you'll get to a point where you fall and you can't get off the ground. So the better your fitness is, the more you'll push these things off and the more things you'll be able to do as you get older. So when looking at your problems, look at your fitness. This is fundamentally important. The next thing regarding your medical problems now is what do my behaviors put me at risk from dying from? This can sometimes be simple and straightforward. For instance, I smoke tobacco regularly or I have a junk food addiction. Well, these things are going to increase your risk for multiple different forms of cancer. 
The next and final thing regarding medical problems that I would look into is what environmental risks you are exposed to. For example, do you live in a city with smog and polluted air? Well, then you're going to be at much higher risk for COPD, lung cancer, and other lung diseases. So those questions will help you answer what medical problems, risks, and exposures you currently have. And that will help you decide and understand what forms of death may be coming for you. The next thing of the three things to assess is how have your family members died? Now, this can be really hard. I've had a lot of patients tell me that, oh, I brought this subject up with my mom and her face just glassed over and she stopped talking. But I will tell you again, avoidance is not the best strategy in this regard. Now, not everyone has the luxury of understanding their family history. People in the family may just not know, or you may be adopted and, and not know your family at all. But if you have this opportunity, take it and start by figuring out what things have killed your first and second degree relatives. If you go out a really long way and in your family, you know, third, fourth, fifth degree relatives, it's a ton of work and the returns start to diminish very quickly. So focus on first your first degree relatives. These are your parents, your siblings, and your children. After that, if you want to go even deeper, you can branch out to secondary relatives. These are your aunts, uncles, grandparents, people that are an extra degree removed from you. Figure out for each of these people, and particularly your first degree relatives, at what age did health problems begin? What were those health problems? And when did they actually result in the death of that family member? This can really tell you a lot. If you just write all these things out, th the things that might possibly kill you often start screaming at you off the page or off the spreadsheet. And it is something everybody that wants to live the longest life should do. In addition, you can look even deeper. You can look at your genetics. And this is something that even people that are adopted and don't know their family can do because your genetics will show you what things you have predispositions for. There are genetic diseases that hugely increase the risks of things like cancer. For instance, BRCA1 with breast cancer, Lynch syndrome. There's a number of these genetic problems that lead to pathways for much more likelihood of cancer and other problems. But oftentimes these predispositions are more subtle. They require environmental and lifestyle triggers, and if you know what predispositions you have, you can change your environment to prevent them from happening. The final thing, the final strategy I have patients do to assess what might kill them is I ask them what things you're worried about regarding death. What, what things keep you up at night? This might sound silly. This might sound like it's not scientific at all. But what I will say is that people have very strong intuitions that when trained properly can be incredibly accurate. When you really think about it, intuition is simply the brain analyzing a huge amount of data and then almost by magic coming up with a conclusion that seems as if it came from a higher knowledge or even a higher being. 
the brain is a powerful supercomputer and don't underestimate its power to weigh tens, hundreds, maybe even thousands of variables to come up with what we interpret and define as intuition. If a program member is worried about something, I'm worried about it too. Full stop. Now, please take this with a grain of salt because there are people who are severely anxious and they are worried about just about everything killing you. But just the same with goals. If somebody's goal is everything, then it's essentially by default nothing. If someone is worrying about everything killing them, then I'm really not worried about any of these things. And I'm going to start by treating their anxiety because that is a huge predisposition to a lot of medical problems. Okay, so through the above methodology, looking into what things may kill you based on medical problems, risks, and exposures, how your family members have died, and what your intuition tells you about what could kill you is a really great way to gain real insights about what your risk at death is, when death might actually be coming for you, and what exactly might kill you. With this information in hand, you can start to build a plan. That is what our program members do at Wonder Medicine and is what I am recommending to you as you kick off your longevity journey. Don't ignore death. It's an immature coping mechanism. Stop avoiding the most important questions, the hardest questions, and move on with your life in the best possible, healthiest, most productive way. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening, reading, and engaging in your health. This is Dr. Bill Brandenburg signing out. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Full Scope Podcast and investing in your health. I'm Dr. Bill Brandenburg. If you're enjoying the content, please rate, review, and share this content with all of your friends online and all your social media platforms. Please understand that this podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure your specific medical condition. This podcast does not create any type of doctor-patient relationship between myself, Dr. Brandenburg, and you, the listener. If you do need help with your life, with your health, with anything regarding your longevity or performance, please check out wondermedicine.com. Our longevity and performance program is the best in the world and is ready to help you right now today become the best possible individual you can be thanks bye-bye Pew.